Um, now, I've got a question, and I might throw you a little bit off guard because um, we are going to do a little shout-out here, mate. Do you love your Oz tag? I do. I got back into it um, this year, played with a, a group of mates. We didn't, we didn't go the best, but, you know, we had a, had a bit of fun, that's mm. for sure. Yeah, well, if you love your Oz tag, mate. Now, do you love the beach as well? Are you a beach guy? Are you, are you keen for a bit of, bit of suntan? Mate. Yeah, of course. Everyone loves the beach. It's you're not Australian if you don't love the beach. Well, if you love the beach, mate, and you love Oztag, mate, get into evosportsco.com.au. They're selling all of their Oztags. They're selling some awesome Oztag kits. You get tags. You get belts. You get uh, cones as well to set up the game, and you get a and you get a waterproof footy. Now, there's always that dickhead at the beach. You're playing touch footy on the beach, and he kicks the ball into the water, mate. Well, this solves that problem because it is a waterproof football. So you get cones, you get belts, you get tags, and you also get the waterproof football as well. Mate, does that just sound absolutely insane? Does that sound like the best thing you've ever heard? Mate, that's phenomenal. It is exactly. phenomenal. It's exactly what's needed. They've yeah. found a gap in the market and they've they've smashed it. They have smashed it, mate. So make sure if you haven't already, if you haven't already, I'm sure you have Aiden, mate, because from what I've just heard, mate, I bet you have. I bet yeah. you have. Go yeah. to evosportsco.com.au and grab yourself a pair of tags and get this, mate. If it wasn't good enough, if you use the code BIGLES10, you can get 10% off. Mate, it's almost robbery. 10% 10, off. 10%. 10%. Mate, they may as well give it away for free. Oh, exactly, mate. They may as well give it away. It's robbery. It's robbery. 10% off these tags. evosportsco.com.au. Family business, mate. you got to support it. Get in there. Get some tags before time runs out. Big Les 10. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through your Super Sunday games. Now, the structure of this weekend has been quite strange. Very, very strange. Having three games on Sunday, having two games on Saturday, something I'm definitely not used to. 3.30 yesterday afternoon, I was expecting some football and we didn't get that football until 5.30. 5.30, that made me wait on a Saturday but yeah, look, the structure was extremely strange. Uh, the structure of today is extremely strange as well. At 2 p.m., we've got the Warriors taking on the Bulldogs. Then at five, 4.05, sorry, uh, we've got the Knights v. the Raiders. And then at 6.15 on a Sunday, we've got the Dragons and the Sharks. I don't know about that. I don't know about that timing at all. Uh, but look, let's have a look at these games. The first one, obviously, as we just said, the Warriors and the Bulldogs. Now, a bit skeptical on this one. Warriors at home always have a good record. They've got chance to go clock start back as well. You know, some of their main guys are back in this side. They are missing Wade Egan, though. They're missing Wade Egan at nine. Freddie Lustig is there. When he's been there, they've gone quite well. 
So, look, don't mind Freddie Lussick there at all. I don't think it's going to make the biggest difference ever. Uh, Dylan Walker was sensational last week. Uh, so, I think that he's going to have a big impact. So, was Jazz Tavega as well in his first game uh, of the year. So, very, very excited to see the impact of those two off the bench again in this one. Uh, but let's go through the lineups, the full lineups for both of these sides. For the Warriors, we've got Chance Nickel Clock start at fullback, Edward Cozzi and Marcelo Montoya on the wings, Viliami Vaila and Adam Pompey in the centers, Tamare Martin and Sean Johnson in the halves, Adam Fanor Blake and Abanti Afoa in the front row with Freddie Lussick at nine. Uh, we've got Jackson Ford and Marada Kore in the back row with Tohu Harris at 13. And then on the bench, we've got Dylan Walker, Bailey Sirenen, Jazz Tavega, and Tom Ade on the bench there for the Warriors. For the Bulldogs, we have Hayes Perham at fullback, Jacob Karaz and Josh Carr on the wings, Jake Avarillo, Paul Alamotti in the centres. Paul Alamotti and Josh Carr for me, are going to be the two big factors in this game, especially with the game that had last week, how dangerous they were last week, especially Paul Alamotti off kicks. His kick returns were fantastic, and obviously one of those leading to him setting up a beautiful Josh Carr try. So looking at both of these guys to have a big impact in this game. We've got Matt Burton and Kyle Flanagan in the halves, obviously Max King uh, and Ryan Sutton in the front row. Look, I would be keeping the offloads from these two to a minimum unless they actually hit the mark. I wasn't really impressed with some of the passes they threw uh, last week and some of the catching as well. I think just discipline for the forwards this week is just going to take the Bulldogs to another level. So Max King, Ryan Sutton are really working on that offload game. Could be really dangerous going into the next few weeks. It just needs some work. Uh, Reid Marnie at nine. Again, a really big factor in this game. Uh, Very advantageous as well very experienced number nine as well uh, for the Bulldogs uh, and you know a lot of ability there we know the ability that Reed Marnie does have uh, so look very advantageous there for the Bulldogs uh, Viliami Kikau and Jacob Preston in the back row Preston again another really talented guy in this team and a guy that we weren't really expecting to see this year obviously coming through the Roosters system uh, obviously couldn't get a spot with uh, you know Guys like Satili Tupanua, Angus Crichton, that Butcher, Egan Butcher, uh, all in front of him to take those back row spots. Sort of had, didn't have a spot in this side, came over to the Bulldogs. Uh, they, sh- they saw some qualities in him that the Roosters didn't. Obviously played really, really well in the offseason, trained really well in the offseason as well and earned his spot uh, in this side for the Bulldogs and he has been unreal in his time in first grade. So super impressed there. Uh, we have Raymond Fartala Mariner at 13, Jaden Ockenbore, Corey Waddell, Jaden Tanner, uh, and Farmanu Brown on the bench there for the Bulldogs. Now, again, very confused as to why they have Ockenbore on the bench as a 14. For me, Ockenbore, he does not provide much at all in that 14 jersey. For me, I would be having either a Josh Reynolds there or a Farmanu Brown who can come on and play a bit of nine. Obviously, Reid Marnie, I think they're gelling him into that full 80-minute nine. Obviously, just like he was at Parramatta. Um, look, Farmanu Brown as well can come on in that 13 sort of role, that roaming forward sort of role as well. I think he provides more coming off the bench in that 14 jersey. I think much more versatile for me. Or you just chuck another forward there, Jackson Topine. He's just sitting there in the reserves. Could definitely take a spot in this team for me. He is 
awesome. A very, very talented lock forward and kills it in reserve grade almost every week. Uh, he definitely deserves a crack for me, a, a full-time crack as well. Uh, but look, the, I mean, they've still got Tavita Pangala Jr. to come back into this team. They've also still got Luke Thompson to come back into this team as well. So their forward pack is fucking stacked. They've also got Franklin Pele, who is not in this team either. So... I mean, their forward pack is just fucking unbelievable. We were talking about it uh, last year, obviously, in the offseason, how unbelievable their forward pack is going into this year. Uh, obviously, unlucky with some injuries, but, I mean, look, I'm very, very excited for the Bulldogs going down the track as well when they get these guys back because this forward pack is just going to be unstoppable. But let's have a look at some of the main factors going into this game. Look, for me, chance of a clock start again. A guy coming back into this team for the Warriors. Uh, his defense in his last game was sensational. Um, you know, he's really making that fullback jersey his home. Uh, and he played some really good footy to prove that that's his jersey as well, which I really like. Um, look, he's going to be a big factor in this game for me as well. And, uh, and you know, still a more experienced hooker than a Hayes Paramis, obviously with the Canberra Raiders, chance to go Crockstad. Um, yeah, look at, looking for him to have a really big game in this one. Uh, same for the wingers as well. I feel like the Warriors love going out wide. I feel like that's going to be a big factor in this one. But the Bulldogs, they do have some good defensive backs, especially the matchup here of Marcelo Montoya uh, and Jacob Carraz. I feel like that is going to be huge if Jacob Carraz can hold his own there on the wing. The halves battle as well is something that's intriguing me. Kyle Flanagan and Matt Burton v. Tamare Martin and Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson having a blinder last week and obviously uh, Matt Burton sort of starting to find that form with the Bulldogs as well, you know, just playing simple footy and they're looking absolutely unstoppable in those big moments, the Bulldogs. Uh, I, I'm really, really keen for this game. Super keen. Uh, for me, I've got the Bulldogs. It's going to be the first loss for the Warriors at home for me. Uh, I really like what the Bulldogs are doing at the moment and the direction they're going in. I feel like that Paul Alamotti, Josh Adokar combination is going to be unstoppable along with Matt Burton and Viliami Kikiao as well. It's going to be really something special. The combination of Matt Burton and Josh Adokar is really going to find its home as well. Plus, I think I, they still have a pretty decent advantage in the forward pack here. Obviously, having guys like Max King, Ryan Sutton, Viliami Kikiao, Raymond Fatala Marina, uh, Corey Waddell to some extent as well. Some of his impact plays off the bench uh, as, a as a front rower as well. He's put on some size in the offseason. Uh, he's been quite good off the bench as well. Uh, Farmani Brown, I feel like they really need to figure out how to use him. I don't think they're using him in the right way. I think that there's a specific way to use Farmani Brown. And then they, they need to find that. I think it was pretty much at the 13 jersey. But it wasn't the battering ram 13 that they got him to play. It was the ball playing 13 role that he suits the best. We saw it at the West Tigers. Um, you know, that's the role he does suit best there. Farmani Brown, they just need to find out how to use him in that way. Um, yeah, but the Bulldogs, I've got them 1-12 to 12 in this game. Anytime try scorers for the Warriors, I'd probably go down the route of Marcelo Montoya. He seems like he's just destined to score. And then for the Bulldogs... Uh, looking through this team, probably going to take Addo Carr with the Paul Alamotti, Josh Addo Carr combination. So Marcelo Montoya, Josh Addo Carr, number fives to score. Uh, it should play quite well there. Might get a little bit of value as well. So Bulldogs 1-12, and then you've got Marcelo Montoya and Josh Addo Carr to score. 
Uh, the next game is the Knights v. the Raiders. It's going to be a very interesting one. The Knights, they are still without Kalen Ponga. He's actually gone to Canada now to work on his concussions and do some further research into his concussions as well. Um, so he's out of this game. Tyson Gamble is still at 5'8". Um, yeah, look, I mean, on paper... You read this side on paper. I'll read out the team list now, and then I'll talk about it a little bit. So, Lachlan Miller's at fullback. We've got Heimel Hunt and Greg Marju on the wings. Dane Gagai, Bradman Best in the centres. Tyson Gamble, Jackson Hastings in the halves. Daniel Saifidi, Luke Thompson in the in the front row with Jaden Braley. Jalen Braley returns at nine as well. Uh, Brody Jones and Lachlan Fitzgibbon in the back row with Kurt Mann at 13. Phoenix Crossland, Jack Hetherington, Matt Croker, Jack Johns, this side should be winning games. Look at this team on paper. Lachlan Miller at fullback, a guy that in his debut ran for nearly 200 metres. Uh, Heimel Hunt and Greg Marju on the wings. It's no dominant young, but Heimel Hunt, he's played quite well over the past few weeks, obviously, with some of the players out. Greg Marju, we know how dangerous he is. Uh, you know, in open space and the strength that he has, the speed, the talent that he has, Greg Marju. Bradman Best, his 2019 form was just fucking phenomenal. If he can get back to that, hey, he's probably one of the dangerous, one of the most dangerous centers uh, in the game. Dank Gagai, we know the potential he has. Tyson Gamble, Jackson Hastings, Jackson Hastings, you know, again, a guy that, you know, we saw glimpses of at the West Tigers playing really, really well. Tyson Gamble, the talker, a leader in some sides, you know, very, very vocal in teams and, you know, quite aggressive as well in his defense and attack. Um, Daniel Saifidi and Leo Thompson, two very aggressive forwards. You've got Jaden Braley, who's one of the better nines in the competition. I mean, this side should be winning games. They should be winning games. They've got an awesome side on paper. They just need to get the fundamentals right. And they can win games for sure. They can definitely, even without Kalen Ponga, for me, win games over the next few weeks, especially against the low-ranking sides. Uh, they definitely should be able to win games, the Newcastle Knights. For me, in this game, when we talk about Newcastle, again, Jackson Hastings, for me, is going to be the big factor. Jackson Hastings at seven uh, will be the big factor. The guy steering the ship, Tyson Gamble as well. That halves pairing really needs to click for me over the next few weeks. And we did see glimpses of it, but they really do need to click, especially if they're going to somewhat prepare for life without Kalen Ponga. If they're preparing for the rest of the season without KP, if there's any chance of that, they really do need to click. They need to click fast as well. So, um, yeah, Jackson Hastings, Tyson Gamble, big factor. Greg Marju as well coming onto the wing. I'm super keen to see how he goes in this Knights team. Um, yeah, super, super keen in his Knights debut. Uh, him and Bradman Best, that is going to be a fucking freakish combination if they're on the same side. Uh, Dane Gagai as well. You know, we saw glimpses of him even last year towards the back end. Him and uh, Kalen Ponga linking up. I'd love to see a Lockie Miller and Dane Gagai combination. I think that would be really cool. Uh, but yeah, look, I mean, as I said, for me, the halves are going to be the main factor. So is the forwards for me. Getting, you know, this side on the front foot with their forwards is going to be massive. Uh, for the Canberra Raiders, we have Seb Chris at fullback. Again, I'm still very skeptical of Seb Chris at fullback. I really, really don't like it. I think he's a better center. We all know he's a better center. They've got guys that can play fullback, like Albert Hopawati, who has played fullback quite well over the past few weeks. However, I do like the Jack White and Albert Hopawati combo that they did last week. That was a really awesome pass by White to hit Albert Hopawati on the chest for him to score. 
I don't mind that combo. I really, really don't. So I sort of understand why that they're keeping him obviously on the wing because of that combo there and obviously other reasons as well. But look, I mean, I still think Al Habawadi would do somewhat of a better job than Seb Chris at fullback there. I'd probably move um, Harley Smith Shields to the wing. I'd have Albert Hopperwadi at fullback. I'd probably have Seb Chris in the centers. And then, boom, you've got a really dangerous back line. Look, Seb Chris, he it was a little bit better last week. I think he's starting to get the hang of it, but I'd still sort of look for someone else to fill that role. I'm still a bit skeptical on him at fullback. I don't really think it suits how this side plays and, you know, just this side in general. I just don't think it suits him either. I'd love to see him back at centre very, very soon. I think we will next week. Uh, I think Jordan Rappanar comes back next week as well. So hopefully we do get to see him uh, take that fullback spot. So let's go through this team. Seb Chris at fullback. Uh, James Schiller and Albert Hopperwadi on the wings. Matt Timiko and Harley Smith-Shields in the centres. Matt Timiko, a guy I'm really impressed with his effort levels. I think that he... Uh, really, really steps up when the team needs him to. And his defense and attack is outstanding for me. I think he's really uh, establishing himself as one of the form centers in the comp at the moment. Uh, he's definitely playing some good football for me. Uh, Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty in the halves. Uh, Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tapine in the front row. I think that Josh Papali'i coming back into this side is going to be massive, massive here for the Raiders. Zach Wolford at nine. Obviously, Danny Levi's broken his jaw. He's going to be out for the next few weeks. So, Zach Wolford, he comes into the starting nine role. Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead in the back row with Corey Harawiranaira at 13. And then we've got Tom Starling, Basame Saulo, uh, Corey Horsburgh, and Emre Gula on the bench there for the Raiders. Uh, but yeah, look, as I said, the forwards is going to be big, a big advantage here for the Raiders. So is the back line in some cases as well. Um, so look, I'm going to go for the Raiders. I'm going to go for the Raiders 1-12. to 12. I think they do get the job done here off the form of last week as well. Super tough last week and having Josh Papali'i back in this side is going to be huge. Um, for me, anytime try scorers for this game. Uh, for the Knights... Greg Marju on debut sounds quite good to me. Uh, for the Raiders, I'm probably going to go ahead and pick Hudson Young. He needs to score a try. We need Hudson Young to score a try. Get him the try that we all need him to score. Hudson Young for me anytime. Love the value there. 405, Knights v Raiders. Got the Raiders uh, 1 to 12 in this one. Marju and Hudson Young anytime. Uh, last game of the round is the Dragons v the Sharks. Uh, look, I'm quite confident here that the Sharks are going to get the win. I think they're going to get a big win here as well. I know it's Dragons at home, um, but look, I mean, Nico Hines back. I think Nico Hines is going to look to have a, a big game back. I'm not going to take the Sharkies 13 plus. Because I'm super, super skeptical about the Dragons at the moment. Because they're playing okay football. They're playing okay football. They've got a pretty decent side on them as well. Um, yeah, look, I'm very, very skeptical on them. I think they can have a really big game in this one. But I can't go past the Sharkies with Nico Hines back in this side. Uh, but let's go through the lineups though. For the Dragons, we have Tyrell Sloan at fullback. Uh, Matthew Fagai and Michaela Ravalewa on the wings. 
Moses Suley and Zach Lomax in the centers. Uh, Jaden Sullivan and Ben Hunt in the halves. Francis Molo and Blake Laurie in the front row there. Moses Mbai at nine. I mean, that's the big turning point for me there. Moses Mbai at nine. Jaden Braley is the specialist hooker, so I think they have a very big advantage in that regard. Uh, ben Murdoch, Masilla, and Jaden Sewer in the back row. We've got Jack Bird at 13. And then we've got Jacob Little, uh, Zane Musgrove, Toby Coochman, who made his debut last week, and Josh Kerr on the bench there for the Dragons. For the Sharkies, we have Will Kennedy at fullback, Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Molotalo on the wings, Jesse Ramian and C.O.C. Vitalikai in the centers, Matt Moylan, Nico Hines in the halves, Toby Rudolph and Braden Hamanueli at uh, in the front row, sorry, with Blake Braley at nine. Uh, Britton Nakora and Teg Wilson in the back row. Adal Fanukin at 13. Cameron McInnes, Royce Hunt, Oregon Kafusi, and Jack Williams comes in to the side. Braden Trindle, they've taken him out. Obviously, they're very confident in Nico Hines that he can play in this game. Um, so, yeah, they've put Jack Williams, another forward there on the bench to round out the bench for the Sharkies. Uh, for me, as I said, I've got the Sharkies. I've only got them 1-12, to and I think it'll be the very top of the 1-12 to margin. I think they blow the Dragons off the park at the end of the game. It's still a 1-12 to margin, but I think they scored two tries to get in front right at the end of the game. Um, but yeah, look, for me, the Sharkies, I think they've got all of the boxes ticked here. I'm just, you know, a bit concerned for Nico Hines. Hopefully, knock wood, that he's 100% going into this game. I don't think they would have played him if he wasn't 100%, obviously, since it's the opening round. So very confident that he'll do a good job in this one. But still a little bit skeptical. That's the only sort of thing that I would be concerned about. Uh, but the Sharkies, I think they get the job done here quite easily. Um, anytime try scorers for me, uh, for the Dragons, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Michaeli Ravalawa on the wing. And then for the Sharkies, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Ronaldo Molotalo on the other wing as well. The two fives, Michaeli Ravalawa and Ronaldo Molotalo to score for me. Sharkies, 1-12. Let's see if we can make it happen. One. Yeah.